Welcome to Austin DWI Charges, a four-part conversation with Ellen Stater and Austin criminal defense attorney, Charlie Rodman. Charlie has handled over 500 DWI cases in his 15-year career as a defense attorney in Austin. In these interviews, he discusses the Travis County court system, strategies, negotiation, and what you should do after the arrest. For more information on Charlie, check out roadmanlaw.com. For more info on Ellen, check out austinwomenlove.com. Episode 2. Hello, my name is Ellen Stater. I'm here with Charlie Rodman of Rodman Law in Austin, Texas. We are talking about the process of navigating uh, a DWI arrest. And the first thing I want to ask you, Charlie, is... Uh, who are you and why are you qualified to tell us all of this information? <laughs> oh, boy. Um, let's see. I'm 47 years old. Uh, I, uh, I've been doing – I've been a lawyer for 15 years, 15, a little over 15 years now. And criminal defense in Travis County in Austin is all I've done for that whole 15 years. Wow. So um, it's been a long time, uh, you know, in these – there's like seven floors of the Travis County Courthouse that, that uh, I've spent 15 years in. So uh, Fun. You know, well, I like it. I mean, I like it. it it's, it's, um, it's a different type of law work, you know. So I, I obviously, I went, well, I went to school here at UT, um, and, uh, you know, a lot of my friends and colleagues went off, and they're doing corporate law, and, mm -hmm. and uh there's a lot of sitting around looking at contracts and, and research and stuff. And, and uh, this criminal defense is, is, has some of that, but not much. You know, there's a lot of walking around and talking to people and getting this paper signed and getting that thing done. And, and, uh, You're on the ground a lot. On the ground. It's, it's, uh, it's funny. I stopped playing soccer. Uh, because I, I was like, I need to walk into old age. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, this, this job would be, you know, so hard. And I do watch some of my colleagues get injured. And wow, <laughs> just bad. from the amount of walking and, and no, from like soccer, from whatever oh, the extracurricular see, activities right, right. are. And then they, they're in the, the elevators, you know, looking sad. And <laughs> you know, and it's just, and I look at it and I go, you know what? I just, I need to protect myself because you don't think about the physical mobility of, needs of, a of your job. Yeah, right. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, so so we, we I I do like the courthouse and I like I like all the, the the people in the courthouse. I mean, or not all of them, but ninety nine percent of them uh, are really great folks, and and uh, so it's it's a it's a good job. Right on. You know. And I uh, I don't know a lot of lawyers, and maybe a lot of people don't know a lot of lawyers, but um, one thing that I found kind of unusual about your approach is that you. Uh, you pay attention to the to the habits and the um, the lives of the people that you that you take on as clients. Um, the I don't know how you say it, like the community mindedness of your uh, approach seemed like something I didn't expect. Yeah, you know, I it's it's interesting. It's a it's it's evolved into that. Um, uh, you know, you, you get to know the, the clients, and, and you, it's. I said it's almost like a chessboard where you're not playing. You can you're watching two people play chess, and and you know you can see the moves so easily mm -hmm. 
but when you're the one playing, it's hard to see. But you know, so I, I have this this uh, third party observation of of, uh, of seeing how people live and and, and what they're what they do, and mm-hmm. and and so you know, it, I do I do give advice, um, and uh, sometimes people take it, which is, <laughs> is nice, you know. So I have I don't need everybody, you know. I I I just sort of try to help, you know, and, and some people really seem to respond and, and some people wonder why the guy they've hired to be their lawyer is <laughs> trying to counsel them yeah, to, to counsel make them different choices in yeah, their lives, you know, but, uh, <laughs> I, I can, uh, you know, it, it, well, ultimately your goal is to never have to represent them again, right? It is. And, and, and it helps with their case if they make these improvements in their life, you know, that I can document mm-hmm. you know um you know when if you and stuff that people don't necessarily even imagine would affect their case um but getting a new job getting a promotion even buying a house or something i, I show this to the prosecutor look look this is what they're doing they're 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 working hard um and uh, they're going to school you know and, and i transcripts from school are prosecutors love to look at those oh so, sure and that's the thing the prosecutors they they don't see I mean, they see the same stuff, you know, the offense report. They just get the the, the police officer's version of the events, and, and the police officer is going to write down stuff that's not good. You know, they don't right. They don't write positive things about you. You know, <laughs> so so the prosecutors just they're dealing with this bad data, you know, and and uh, and they're also bored with it. They do it all day long too. Right. And so you know, they're just like ugh. So they need to be shown some proof to the contrary to balance out their perception of how this person is going to go forward from here. Yes, to humanize them. And and, and, and the, the, the thing that they're worried about, you know, most of the time, you know, is, is that they're, they're not actually worried about the arrest that happened. Okay, you know, assuming nobody got hurt and it wasn't, you mm-hmm. know, terrible, but just a normal DWI. The... What they're worried is that it'll happen again. Right. Okay. And uh, so I can't prove it won't happen again. Okay. Unless you're in prison, right? You can't get a car in prison. <laughs> I could, you know, we could chop off your arms and legs, and even then, probably you could drive a car now with Siri or something. I don't know. You know, what I mean, we can't prove it won't happen. But we, what we can do is show that you're moving forward in life, uh, and. People that are that are doing well have a lot to lose, and so there's less chance that you'll be reckless, right. you know. And so it, it's a, you know, there's no. I just have to give them circumstantial evidence that things are mm-hmm. that it won't happen again. Right yeah. on. So we, we, you know, I think we we talked. Um, actually, what was it? what was the question? Um, what are judges concerned about, or you want to go to driver's license? Yeah, let's go to the driver's license. Okay. Okay, so, Charlie, what happens with your driver's license? Yeah, that's, that is, uh, um, that scares people a lot. So, yeah. um, first, if you, if you get arrested for a DWI, they will uh, typically take your, physically take your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Um and you'll get a temporary a notice that says t- this your you can drive for forty days. 
and then it'll be suspended for either three months or six months, depending on whether you blew or not. So you carry this temporary thing around with you. And, yes. Okay. Now, the thing that's interesting is that uh, you can go get a new driver's license. Okay, and I have a video about this in, on, the, on my website. But uh, you go to DPS and you say, I lost my license which you did to those cops. Right? Right. Um, DPS doesn't care. Like, they're not going to get mad at you. They're not going to see that you they're were arrested. They're not going to flag you and no. call the cops again. Yeah, no, no, no. They, okay. they, they, they just do not care. And the, it's interesting, the reason they don't care, because just because you have your physical driver's license mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's okay for you to drive, right? It's whatever the cops, when they type it into their computer, mm-hmm. and that computer calls DPS supercomputer, and says, is John Doe okay to drive? And if it says no, they're going to arrest you for driving. Uh-huh. It doesn't matter if you have 10 driver's license, right? So so that's DPS doesn't really care that you, you're getting a new license. The other thing is they never give you back your old one, okay? Mm-hmm. So uh, it's so you should. it doesn't make any sense to not go get a new one right. as soon as possible because obviously we use our driver's licenses for normal for day-to-day everything, stuff. Everything, yeah. Right? So you go get a new one. Um, so the, the, the question then becomes, but it's weird, right? Cause you have one law enforcement agency, take it away from you and another give it to you. Right. And you're just like, well, that's weird. But th- the reason they take it from you, this, and it's always the politicians, right? Ooh, tell us. It's because the, uh, some politician heard, or there's a news article saying people got to quote, keep their licenses when they were arrested for DWI. So they run down to the courthouse, file a bill that we're going to take your driver's license. And so that's what they did. And so now the police just have to take it, which doesn't serve any purpose. Okay. Uh-huh. So remember I was saying how rational the system is? Well, here's the exception. <laughs> <laughs> this is not rational. <laughs> this is just sort of punitive. That's it's, it's goofy. But luckily, you can just you know, go get a new one. Sure. And, uh, and it's now, just another hoop to jump through now. It's another hoop to jump through. But, you know, when you, and when you go to DPS, they'll give you that little index card one, and then in 10 days in the mail you get your right. new license. Now, that 40-day period, uh, what we do or, you know, any good DWI attorney would do is request a hearing on that, which will delay the suspension for, honestly, like six months. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, if the officer shows up for the hearing, uh, it's hard to win because they just have to say some traffic violation and smell like alcohol and they win. Uh-huh. Um, but then we'll get our clients an occupational license. So they'll be able to drive anyway. So they suspend your license, but then they give you permission to drive anyway. And not just for work, because a lot of people think it's just work and back, but it's any household duties. Uh, this is an occupational license. This is an occupational license. license. Okay. Uh, and so... Uh, groceries, uh, yes, uh, the working out, you know, that's physical, you know, medical stuff. The only thing that you really can't do are, are entertainment-related, right? So bowling alleys, karaoke, stuff like that. Bars, um, obviously. Bars, obviously. But you can you can drive back and forth to work. You can take your kids to school, yep. shopping, anything, medical equipment. Yeah. Anything, that's, that's, anything that's not fun. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, that, that, you, that you need to survive. So, okay. you know... Um, but there are you have to get some certain things for uh, an occupational license like an SR22 insurance which is a little more expensive insurance there's a clerk's fee there's a you have to get a driving record anyway there's stuff that we we explain it all or there's a video on my website that explains all this too um but uh you know the, the, 
the driver's license thing is is manageable. Right. You know. It just takes some focused hoop jumping. Yes, and, and a good attorney to walk you through the steps. Yeah. Um, how long does an occupational license last? It'll last as long as the suspension period. Oh, okay. So, so it permits you to drive. And there, there, really, there are two types. There's some that are the occupational licenses that have time restrictions, and the, and so you know, and a lot of our clients just do 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Um, but you can break it up. And anyway, there's there's we explain it more on the website. But then there's another type of occupational license where you have the the blow device uh, in your car, the ignition mm-hmm. interlock device. And that doesn't have any uh, time restrictions, which sort of makes sense, right? Like if sure. if, if you can demonstrate you're not drinking, you're they're gonna, yeah, then you can drive whenever you want. Yeah. So, and and we depending on we get one of either one of those types, sort of depending on how the client's case is going. So, mm-hmm. um, but anyway, you don't have to make that decision for six seven months after you've been arrested. All right. Once you've hired a good attorney. <laughs> Much like yourself. Well, there's plenty of us out there. <laughs> <laughs> so you've mentioned a couple of times that um, there are videos on your website that help people understand and navigate yeah, these yeah. things. So, so just lay it out. What is your what is your website? Oh, roadmanlaw.com. Uh, and then on the top, it just says videos. And, and I, th- I think we've got about a dozen now that talk about occupational licenses, ALR hearings, um, a bunch of little things. We we we, up, we do a new video every three weeks or so. Uh, All right. Which is explaining kind of terms and and little facets of the process. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it, we, there's one that that I like the that um, my kids did with me where I put the ignition lock device on my car for for two months um, and just filmed it and what it was like and and uh, um, I posted that and I thought that uh, a couple hundred people would watch that, but uh, it's like up to 60,000 people have watched this <laughs> documentary. And it, it's, it's, by, I say by Is the end of it. because your kids blow and drive and that's why people <laughs> want to watch it? They try to blow. They can't, they can't, uh, Anna was doing it. She didn't have the lung capacity oh. to blow long enough. Oh. So it's, it's, but it's funny watching her try. Her little face is all red. <laughs> it's, you know, she can't do it. But anyway, but, uh, it, it, you know, by if you watch that video, I mean you'll you'll know what it's like. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. people get this this bond condition, or or they have this, or they know it's coming down the line that they're going to have to get the ignition lock device, and they have a, a lot of fears. The first one being that everybody can see, you know, and, uh. and, it, and people on the outside can't see. Mm-hmm. Um, now, if someone's in your car, they're going to see. There's, right, you can't hide that. But but. Uh, Anyway, there's you, you, we address all sorts of stuff in the video about that. Go to the website, watch the videos. <laughs> they are highly informative. Yes, yes. All right, so do we want to go to court dates? Yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. Let's, let's, so, um, okay, so the initial trauma is over. You've had the arrest. You've... Uh, You've made bond. You're fulfilling the bond conditions. Um, next up are court dates, huh? Yeah, court dates. Um, and it's it's interesting in, in Travis County. There's three, four, or three or four court dates that are administrative in nature, so nothing really happens. Mm-hmm. Okay, so if you don't have an attorney, 
you, the defendant, has to go to each of those court dates. Mm-hmm. Although it's just like you know, it takes 15 minutes. You say hi, I'm here. You know, stand but, there and watch someone sign something and move on. Move on, and mm-hmm. it's it's not even. Most of them aren't even in courtrooms; they're just in office rooms. Mm-hmm. If you have an attorney, your attorney will go to those for you. Um, and you don't have to go. And you don't have to go. And, you know, that freaks some people out. They go, well, I, I want to go. I want to go, you know, to show them I'm taking it serious. And, mm-hmm. and, and I always say, you know, if you got any credit for going, I would insist that you go. Right. You know, it's this is they don't want you there. They want me or your attorney there. Um, there's no. There's no advantage to, to go. Nothing. Okay. And so um, but what we what we do, uh, you know, for our clients that are nervous, you know, because um, there are a lot of bad stories about defense attorneys that disappear or whatever. You know, I, I say we've I've done this 15 years and gone to tens of thousands of court dates, never missed one. <laughs> it's just not <laughs> I don't miss court dates anyway. But we send emails to our clients uh, every single court date saying, you know, what's what happened, why mm-hmm. it happened, what's up next. And, you know, what's the next court date? Do you need to go? And, and that kind of thing. So we, we make sure it's all, you know, you don't have to. You don't have to guess, guess. and you don't it's, have to wonder. It's in your email, yeah. you know, what, what happens. So so the court dates and, and the, the, the reason that there are these administrative, the first two are called first appearances. Um, and they're um, the, the, the prosecutors have to physically make a file. OK. And they have so many arrests that, that they can't they just can't make files that quick they Mm -hmm. just got stacks you know they they have to put it together they have to formally charge you with a a a, where they say you know on or about january 22nd so and so did this while intoxicated you know Mm -hmm. they have to you know a human has to put that together so far i mean (laughs) they haven't built the ai robots yet to do that okay so um anyway it takes them a couple months and then they assign you to a court Okay, and Travis County has, I think, seven or eight courts, uh, misdemeanor courts, and then another seven or eight felony courts. Um, and in the misdemeanor courts, there, there isn't a bad judge, okay? So they're all uh, reasonable people. You know, there's no hanging judge. Or, That's good to hear. Yeah, there's also— Nobody whose name you have to watch out for yeah, and be like, know, oh! Because we can't control it. I mean, it's, it's truly random mm-hmm. um, where you go. Uh, but there's—and there's also—there's no judge that— I can manipulate. You know what I mean? They're all smart right. lawyers. <laughs> they're, they're, you know, they're not going to be, uh, they're not going to miss something, you know, so. They're all and they're really just focused on keeping cases moving through and. Yeah. And protecting yeah. the community, you know, mm-hmm. so they're looking for red flags and, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, they don't, you know, one of the biggest things they fear is, is that a case that's on their docket where there might've been a red flag, like the, you know, like someone got a public intoxication you know, classy ticket uh, that they knew about and they didn't do anything. And then the next, there's another DWI and someone gets hurt. You right. Know? So right. They're, they're, Why did the judge let that through? Right. Okay. Yeah. And, I, and I call that the hypothetical future tragedy. Okay. <laughs> okay. That's what everybody's yeah. thinking about. It's just like, uh, it could something bad happen. What is the worst case scenario? What's the worst case scenario? Yeah. And um, so anyway, the, the judge, they're thinking about that. Um, they... They do want the, the stuff to go through, you know, uh, quickly, you know, not quickly. They, they want uh, things to move efficiently along, okay, because if, if it didn't, everything would get backed up and no mm-hmm. one would be able to go home. We'd have to have, like, right. 24-hour court. So uh, they don't want that. Um, 
you know, they're, they're, uh, concerned about, um, well, you know, people sometimes when they, we're talking about their DWI case, they, they say, well, what's the judge going to say about this or that? I will say it's, it's typically not the judge that we're dealing with. It's the prosecutor, mm-hmm. right? So the judge will become involved if there's a trial or at the final stage, if there's a plea bargain or if they're signing a dismissal or something like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, the, you know, 95% of my communication is with the prosecutor the county attorneys, uh, that are working there. So, um, judges are there, they're like referees. They just want to make sure mm-hmm. this, everything is fair to all sides, mm-hmm. to the defendant as well. But people's fate largely hangs in the balance between you or the defense attorney and the prosecutor. So the prosecutor is, is the one that, that makes the plea bargain, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know, and, and, and plea bargain is kind of a, a loaded term, you know, it, it, a plea bargain can be a dismissal, right? So it can be dismiss if you do this or that or, or uh, anyway, so yeah, the prosecutors are the ones that um, make that decision of what they're willing to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if, and if, if we don't like it, you know, we have a, we can have a trial. Or if, if there's some part of the process was unfair or unconstitutional, we would have a hearing in front of the judge and the judge would decide whether it was unfair mm-hmm. and it, or unconstitutional. And if it was, they'll uh, typically throw out the whole case. Okay. That, that doesn't happen a lot, mm-hmm. uh, just because, uh, you know, the way we, we discover most, um, most unconstitutional behavior by the police officers is through the video mm-hmm. of the arrest. And they're the ones that turn on the video. And so they do have enough sense to usually Okay. Right. <laughs> Stop doing <laughs> unconstitutional things after they've turned on the video. Now, you know, but sometimes we catch them from their colleague turned on the video before and they didn't know it. <laughs> anyway, you know, it's it's wow. anyway, it's we're we're looking for things obviously to to get cases thrown out, but uh and we do find it occasionally. Mm-hmm. But uh but usually the police have just enough sense to <laughs> not get caught. <laughs> yep. That's uh part of the job, right? Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, the county attorneys, um, you know, the, the judges are reasonable people. The county attorneys are, are also, you know, they're, they're lawyers. They've been through law school. They're not, you know, insane. You know, they're, they're uh, you, you really can't get through law school being totally insane. I mean, a little bit maybe. But, but uh, you know, they do have, there's differences in terms of uh, their personalities. I mean, you do have mm-hmm. some that are. Um, indignant, you know, they, they kind of, they're, they're really, um, not sympathetic, you know, mm-hmm. so, but that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's rare. That's, you know, that's kind of the far side. And then you have some that are, that are just like, man, but for the grace of God, there go I, ah. right. You know? Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and that, that's a, a that's a, you know, a common feeling, you know, because the prosecutors, they drink, you know, they, they know, um, you know, and so, so the first DWI, you know, as long as there wasn't, as long as there wasn't too high a BAC, I mean, you know, or, and, you know, they, the courthouse is, uh, they're not indignant, 
you know, mm-hmm. the second, the third, then they start to go. Uh, yeah, you know. I'm not so inclined to cut this person a break. Yeah, yeah, in any, yeah. yeah. But the first one, you know, they're they're looking at it, but 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 a lot of it will depend on on the blood alcohol content because mm-hmm. they'll you know they'll say a point one one and they'll go, okay, you know, I probably have to I'm a point one one, but then you get to the point two seven or something, which is not far away from unconscious, you know, right. and they're they're gonna go, well, this is bad yeah you know this is you can't really justify yeah, that and, yeah yeah that's not even within the spectrum of acceptable so anyway that's the, the prosecutors uh, you know we we uh we know them all and and uh you know we try to try to get our cases to the ones that would be the most sympathetic and or you know or the most lenient mm-hmm. um, but, and make uh, the most reasonable deal you can and and be open to you know the the stuff that our clients do um, to try to reduce the the punishment for more information about charlie visit www.roadmanespiritu.com you can purchase charlie's book the defendant's guide to defense how to help your lawyer get the best result on amazon